Shalom, my dear friends. God bless you. We are privileged to study together the Word of God, and uh, especially now as we are just about to conclude with the topic, the eight covenants of God, which are found in the Scriptures, and we have learned so much about the covenants which God had made with humanity in general, and with Israel also in particular. We have learned that God have made eight covenants, and uh, each one of these covenants, God himself made them, and he made them with a, in the case of the first three covenant with the heads of the nations of the world, with Adam at first, and then later on after the flood with Noah in the new world. And then ultimately he made additional five covenants with the uh, descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This is fascinating to learn these truths. In this session, I would like to share with you that uh, eight and final covenant, which is found in the prophecy of Jeremiah. It is called the New Covenant. In Hebrew, it is called simply Brit Chadasha. Brit means covenant, Chadasha means new. And this New Covenant is a covenant which God made with the people of Israel and the people of Judah, promising them this final covenant, final Brit, in which Israel will ultimately be restored to God and enjoy a, a final restoration and a relationship with the Lord. And at the same time, the church, the assembly, will be brought under the blessings that God made with the household of Israel and the household of Judah. Let me read for you these verses, beloved friends, and let's go over them. Very interesting passage, which is found in Jeremiah chapter 31, to remind you, that uh, uh, Jeremiah was writing in a time when the people of Israel were being taken captive by the Babylonian. And the Jewish people, because of disobedience, they violated the Torah, the covenant that God made with them uh, in on Mount Sinai, using Moshe to give Israel the Torah, the law, the Mosaic law. And now he's giving Israel a promise, a promise that he will make a Brit Chadasha, a new covenant with the whole household of Israel, which was already divided in a time when Yirmiyahu, Jeremiah, wrote uh, his prophetic uh, book. Listen to this in Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse 31. We read, Behold, the day comes, saith the Lord, that I will make a new covenant, Brit Chadasha, notice this, with the house of Israel 
and with the house of Yehuda, Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. This is the Mosaic law, which my covenant they break. Although I was an husband unto them, says the Lord, But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my law in their inward parts, and I will write them in their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor, and every man his brother saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me from the least of them unto the greatest of them, saith the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. This beloved friend, the dear brothers and sisters, and anyone who watches this session, this lesson, this is an amazing promise that God made with, and you notice that I'm reading this verse again. It says here, with the house of Israel and with the house of Yehuda. This is a promise that God is making now to the people of Israel who are now, 586 BC, the Babylonian came and destroyed the temple in Jerusalem, burned the temple with fire, burned the whole city, took captive the Jewish people to Babel. And here God making a promise to the household of Israel and to the household of Yehuda. I want you to to see this, my dear friend, because This is very, very important to remind you that there are eight covenants that are found in the Word of God, which God made. The Edani covenant in the Garden of Eden with Adam before the fall. That was a conditional covenant. Adam fell. God chastened Adam out of the Garden of Eden, but he gave him a forgiveness of sins of the ba- on the basis of the animal which he killed and the blood was shed. And according to Genesis chapter 3 and verse 21, he covered Adam and Eve with a garment of skin, but an innocent animal had to die, which is a picture of the coming Mashiach who will make not only atonement, but will remove sin which is really the basis of the covenant, which is called Brit Hadashah, the new covenant found in Jeremiah chapter 31. Then God made a second covenant with Adam, but this was the what we call it the Adamic covenant after the fall. Later on, God made an additional covenant with Noah after the flood, when Noah came out and his family out, of the ark and the new world had began and God made the Noahi covenant. Later on, when the world became again departed from him and have gone 
into the way of disobedience and sins and chaotic condition existed here in this world, then God chose a man by the name of Avram, later on Avraham, and he made the Abrahamic covenant with Avraham and obviously his descendants, Yitzchak and Yaakov and the people of Israel. And then after this, when Israel were taken to the land of Egypt, God had made the Mosaic covenant or the Mount Sinai covenant with the people of Israel after the 430 years of being in a time which they were away from the land and in slavery. Well, once Israel came out of the land of Egypt and God made the mosaic and the mosaic covenant was a conditional covenant, which Israel broke. And we will see it as we read this passage. And then as Israel were just about to enter into the promised land, God made that land of Israel covenant which he promised to the Jewish people, to the Hebrews, to the people of Israel, the promised land. And that promised land belonged to them because God made this covenant, but Israel will only enjoy it when they are in a state of obedience. Nevertheless, God made an unconditional land of Israel, land of Canaan covenant with the uh, uh, people of Israel. Well, once Israel have entered into the land, God made the Davidic covenant with the house of Yehuda and the house of David, promising that to David, one day will come one that he will rule over the people of Israel. And the house of David, through the house of David, there will be always the kings of Israel and ultimately the Mashiach, the Messiah, Ben David, the son of David, he will become the ultimate king of the Jews, king of Israel, king of kings, and lord of lords. And so now when we arrive to the new covenant, to the Brit Chadasha, the Brit HaChadasha, here we see the culmination. Wonderful to know that, that God ultimately promised to make Brit Chadasha, to make a new covenant upon which the blessing will flow to the nation of Israel and through the nation of Israel to all the nations of the world. And even we who are believers in this age of the ecclesia, the assembly, the call that one, the church age, we as believers in the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah, came under the blessings which God have made through the covenant that he had given and provided for the people of Israel. Now, notice this. Let me just highlight a few points here in Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 31 to 34. And I think it is so important for each and every one of us to understand. First of all, you will notice in verse 31, God is speaking about the future day. He used the word, behold, the day come. In Hebrew, the expression, hine hayamim ba'im. It has to do with the future. Why? Because now the Jewish people are being taken captive to Babel. They will remain there for these seven years, the Babylonian captivity. 
But the Lord here taking them to a time where the Mashiach will come, the Messiah will come, and he will make a new covenant based upon the provision of the Messianic king, the Messianic sacrifice, the Mashiach will become this uh, one that will provide forgiveness of sin. So he's looking to the future here, and he's saying the day will come with I, says the Lord, and I will make a Brit Hadashai, new covenant. But notice this, my dear friend, it will be made with both houses of Israel. Why? Because by the time in which Yirmiyahu, Jeremiah was writing, the people of Israel were already divided. At about 721 BC, the northern kingdom of Israel were taken captive by the Assyrian. At the time when Yirmiyahu was writing, the southern kingdom of Israel were being taken by the Babylonian. So Israel was divided. Israel was scattered. But God is not intending Israel to be divided anymore. He has chosen the nation of Israel. Again, to remind you, not Israel chosen God, but God has chosen Israel. As in our days today, not that we chose Jesus the Messiah, or we chose God, no, but God has chosen us. In the Mashiach, before the foundation of the world, as God have chosen Israel for his own pleasure, as he have chosen the assembly, the church today, for his own pleasure. And so it will be he who will reunite the nation of Israel. And the covenant is not only with the northern kingdom, Israel, or with the southern kingdom, Yehuda. No, no, no. The covenant will be with the whole house of Israel, according to Jeremiah 31 and verse 31. I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. But now he continuing in verse 32 the Lord is saying that this new covenant will be distinguished from the older covenant, namely the Mosaic or the Mount Sinai covenant, which Israel failed to submit to. And all of us would have failed to submit to because men by nature fail to submit completely to the word of God, to the Torah, to the law. Because God's law is so holy, because God is kadosh, holy. And we by nature are failing, are sinful, and therefore God made a conditional covenant, knowing that Israel will fail, knowing that he will introduce a new covenant, a Brit Hadashah, but he made this covenant, the Mount Sinai, the Mosaic, the law, the Torah with Israel, to distinguish a nation from all the other nations and to set Israel as an example to all the other nations, to show to the whole world that man by nature is sinful and it is only through God's provision that man can receive forgiveness, salvation, justification. And so notice what it says in verse 32, not according to the to the covenant that I, God says, made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. And notice he continues, he says, which covenant they break? 
You see, when Israel already broke the Mount Sinai covenant, the Torah, already even before Moshe brought the Ten Commandments down from Har Sinai, from Mount Sinai. We have broken the law. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All of us have broken God's law. And that's why we need the Brit Hadashah that is not based upon condition, but it's an unconditional promise of God, provision for sinful men. That's the grace of God. And so you notice this, my dear friend, it says here in verse 32, they broke it even though I was a husband unto them, says the Lord. Can you imagine? Israel is the wife of Jehovah. The Lord is the husband of Israel. But as a wife, Israel failed and broke the law of her husband, the Lord himself. And so notice, he's promising to make this covenant which is completely to be distinguished from the covenant of Mount Sinai. The Mount Sinai, the Mosaic, the Lord, the Torah, was given as a condition. Do this, and you will live. If you don't, you will die. Israel failed. And of course, God forgave them on the basis of the sacrifices. That's why God provided for Israel the sacrificial system to kill an animal, the blood making atonement for the soul, Leviticus 17.11. And the animals were to be placed upon altars. And again, my dear friend, all of these sacrifices pointed to the Mashiach that would come in the fullness of the time to fulfill that Brit Hadashah, the new covenant. So now notice in the next verse, verse 33, we have two points. Number one, the new covenant will take place in the latter days. Notice that it says in verse 33, but this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. Notice, after those days, this expression, after those days, mentioned a few times in this 31st chapter. In verse 27, behold, the days come. Look into the future. Hayamim ba'im in Hebrew. Then in verse 29, in those days, Bayamim Hahem, in the latter days. Verse 31, behold, the days come. Hine Hayamim Baim, they will come. It is coming. It is still in the future. And here in verse 33, where we read again uh, in verse uh, 33, and of course, uh, the first part, in those days or after those days. So it is a future that is still yet to come from Israel's days when they were taken captive by the Babylonians at about 586 BC. But then the second half of verse 34 says that in those days when God will make a new covenant with the people of Israel, it will be a covenant that Israel will receive that covenant in their own hearts by the Spirit of God. Notice it says in verse 33b, and I will put my law, notice the Torah, the Torah Elohim, the law of the Lord, which is perfect, which is holy. He will place it in their inward parts, 
and they will write it in their hearts and will be, they will be, he will be their God and they shall be my people. God promised to Israel in connection with the day of restoration. And when you think about it, my dear friend, Israel is still in a day in which that blessing of the uh, of the Lord for the nation is still awaiting because Israel is still today in a state of unbelief. Only when Israel will be restored to the Lord by faith in a future day that will uh, bring about the promise, blessing of a national regeneration, national salvation. The whole nation will become a nation that will enjoy to have the law, the Torah, in the inward parts, in the hearts, not only in the head, not only only externally, but it will be in the heart and it will be placed there by the Holy Spirit of God. This is such a wonderful truth to understand, my dear friend. There is a verse that is found in the prophet Isaiah, and it is in chapter 61. And there Isaiah, the prophet, is mentioning in verses 8 and 9 those words. Listen to this. For I, the Lord, love judgment. I hate robbery for burnt offering. I will direct their work in truth. I will make an everlasting covenant with them. And their seed shall be known among the Gentiles and their offspring among the people. All that see them shall acknowledge them that they are the seed which the Lord has blessed. This is taking us, my dear friend, to the future day when Israel will be regenerated and the Holy Spirit of God will be the one that will be a, a, a changing them, providing a new heart for the nation of Israel. There is another verse that really should be read in the prophecy of Ezekiel. Ezekiel says in chapter 36 and verse 24, it says this, listen to this. I will take you from among the heathen, and I will gather you out of all countries, and I will bring you into your own land, and I will sprinkle clean water upon you, and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols. I will cleanse you, God said to Israel, in relationship to the future day. Then he said in verse 26, And a new heart will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit, this is the new birth of the nation of Israel, on the basis of the new covenant, I will put my spirit within you, and I will cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgment, and ye shall do them. Both Jeremiah, Yirmiyahu, Isaiah, Yeshayahu, Ezekiel, Yechezkel, all the prophets of Israel look forward for the future day of the regeneration of the nation of Israel based but upon the Brit Chadasha, the new covenant. Now notice what we read in verse uh, 34. In verse 34 we read, and they shall teach no more every man his neighbor 
and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them unto the greatest of them, saith the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. Now, my dear friend, listen to this. This is so precious. Because God making a promise that all Israel, from the least of them to the oldest of them, all nationally and individually will be a redeemed nation. The Jewish people on the basis of the Brit HaKadoshah will enter into the thousand years messianic kingdom when they will acknowledge that Jesus, that Yeshua is the Mashiach, the Messiah, on the basis of the new covenant which God have made through the Messiah's sacrifice, death on the shameful tree, then all the Jewish people, all the Hebrews, all the Israelis will be a redeemed nation. It does say in verse 34, they shall teach no more every man his neighbor, and every man his brother saying to one another, Know the Lord, they will not need to teach anymore one another. Why? Because for they shall all, notice the word all, they shall all know me from the least of them unto the greatest of them, says the Lord. All shall know them. All, every Jewish individual will come to know the Lord Yeshua the Messiah and enter into the Messianic kingdom. The apostle Shaul Paul, who wrote to the Romans believers in the city of Rome, he said to them in Romans 11 and verse 25, For I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceit. Then he's saying to them, Blindness in part happened to Israel, until, notice that, even Shaul, even the Apostle Paul, who was the Apostle to the nations, he knew very well his Hebrew scriptures. He knew that Israel today is partially blinded, not completely. He was a Hebrew and he was saved. He was a believer. But Israel was partially blind until the fullness of the Gentile become in until the last days of the church age. And then he says, as Jeremiah says, and all Israel shall be saved. Not some, but all Israel shall be saved. And it says here, as he says, as it is written, basing himself on the Hebrew scripture. They shall come out of Zion the deliverer. This is the Mashiach. Yeshua, Jesus, and he shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. And then on what he is basing this, again, on the covenant that God made with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Verse 27 tells them, For this is my covenant which I made when I shall take away their sins. Now, this is wonderful to know that the writers of the New Covenant, the New Testament that is, they knew very well that Israel is temporarily blinded, awaiting the day when they will enjoy and come into the New Covenant, the Brit HaChadashah, which God, through Jesus the Messiah, made with 
Israel, while the church comes under the blessings of this new covenant. So it is important to understand, beloved friends, this Brit Hadashah, this new covenant was made with, as it says here, with the house of Israel, Jeremiah 31, 31, and with the house of Judah. Now to remind you that whenever a covenant made, that God made with his people, on what basis he can forgive sins, to remind you that in the last verse here, verse 34, it does say, I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. Well, how can a holy God forgive iniquity? How can he remember sin no more? Whether it is Israel's sin, or whether it is your sins, my sins, the people of the world's sin, sin can only be paid with one who was sinless, who become a substitute. In days of old, God gave the sacrificial system but he ultimately was going to send the Mashiach who will bear the sins of Israel and the sins of the whole world. To remind you what Isaiah said in Isaiah 53 and verse 6, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord laid upon him the iniquity of us all. Notice what it says in verse 10. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul, this is the Messiah's soul, the Mashiach's soul, thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasures of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. You see, my dear friend, the Messiah, Yeshua, the one that will come, this, uh, the one that will take upon himself the sin of this world. This is wonderful uh, to know. So, just to conclude, uh, for the benefit of all of us, as we turn now to the New Covenant, especially in the book of uh, Ephesians, we turn to Ephesians chapter 2. I would like just to read for you a few verses in Ephesians chapter 2 and Ephesians chapter 3. Paul reminded the believers who are part of the assembly, the church, in the city of Ephesus, and he told them in verse 11, Wherefore remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision, by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made with hands, that in, in that time ye were without the Messiah, without Christ, being alienated from the commonwealth of Israel, and listen to this, strangers from the covenants, plural, of promise. To remind you that God made five covenants with the people of Israel. The Abrahamic, then the Mosaic, then the land, then the Davidic, and finally the Brit Hadashah, the new covenant. The Gentile world was, as it says here, a stranger from the covenants of promise, 
having no hope and without God in the world. But now, in Christ, in a Mashiach, on the basis of the new covenant, which was made with the house of Israel and the house of Judah, the nations of the world, both Jewish and Gentiles who become believers today, part of the assembly of the church, we, on the basis of the bloodshed of the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, we now made nigh, came into the blessings of the new covenant on the basis, as it says here, by the blood of Mashiach, of Christ. So while the covenant was made with the household of Israel, the church come under the blessings of that covenant. To remind you that in chapter 3 of Ephesians, he's saying to the believers at Ephesus, he said to them, listen to this, in verse 5 of Ephesians 3, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his apostles and prophets by the Spirit, listen to this, verse 6, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of the promises of the promise in Christ by the gospel, in the Messiah by the gospel. Now you notice what Paul says, that the Gentiles become now fellow heirs of the same bodies and partakers of the promises. He doesn't say that the Gentiles become takers overs of these promises which God gave to Israel, but they become partakers of the promises, specifically the spiritual promises that God made with the household of Israel. And the non-Jews, the Gentile believers, as well as today the Jewish believers, we become one in Messiah, in Christ, enjoying the spiritual blessings which God have given through the new covenant, not the material blessings. The land still belongs to Israel. The future king that will rise belongs to Israel. The Messianic kingdom is still going to be for the nation of Israel in the future day when Israel will be restored. But the spiritual blessings, salvation, redemption, forgiveness, come to all who become believers in the Lord Jesus on the basis of the Brit Chadashah, which the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, provide uh, for us. And beloved friends, just to conclude, here in Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 6, the apostle who wrote the book of Hebrews, writing to the early Hebrew believers who are now a part of the assembly, a part of the called out ones, the heavenly company, the church. And he reminding them that they now enjoy what God have already made the new covenant with the nation of Israel, which they, the nation, will only come into this blessing in the future, while these Hebrew believers and the Gentile believers enjoy these promises today. And notice what we read. I'm going to read Hebrews chapter 8, verses 6 to 11. But now hath he obtained, this is he, Jesus, Yeshua, a more excellent ministry, by how much also he is the mediator of the better covenant, 
which was established upon better promises. For if the first covenant, this is the Mount Sinai covenant, had been faultless, it was not faultless, the fault was with Israel, with men, not with the covenant, then should no place have been sought for a second or for a new covenant. For finding fault with them, God found fault with the nation, not with the uh, the Torah. The Torah is holy, it's perfect. But finding fault with them, he says, Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will make a new covenant. Again, notice that the quotation is clearly from Jeremiah 31. And the new covenant is clearly with the household of Israel and the household of Judah. I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they continued not in my covenant, and I regard them not, says the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my laws into their mind, and I will write them in their hearts, and I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people, and they shall not teach every man his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, No, the Lord, for all shall know me from the least to the greatest. For I will be merciful unto their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. In that he had said, a new covenant he has made, the first old, now that which decayeth and waxeth old is ready to vanish away. And that's why, beloved uh, brothers and sisters and dear friend, we have entered into the blessings of the new covenant based upon the shed blood of our Lord Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, who said, and I will read these last verses here, in Matthew chapter 26, in verse 26, sitting at the Passover set their table in the city of Jerusalem before Jesus, Yeshua, the Messiah, died. And he said in verse 26, And as they were eating, Matthew 26, verse 26, Yeshua took bread, and he blessed it, and he broke it, and he said to his disciples, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup, and he gave thanks, and he gave it unto them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for remissions of sins. How wonderful it is to know that the Brit HaNashah, which was promised to Israel long time ago, when they were taken captive by the Babylonian, have come to fruition when the Lord Jesus the Messiah came and shed his precious blood on the Roman cross. There he finished the work of redemption. There he cried, it is finished. 
It was there and then when he shed his precious blood. He, the sinless one, the undefiled one, the holy one of God, the Messiah, the Mashiach of Israel, the savior of the world, shed his precious blood and made Brit Chadasha a new covenant. He was placed in the tomb. He rose again on the third day and he have ascended to heaven. And he is seated at God's right hand and he sent the Holy Spirit of God to form the body of Messiah who have entered into the blessing of the very covenant that God made with the house of Israel. And Israel, the nation, is still waiting the day at the end of the tribulation when they shall look upon the Mashiach whom they have pierced. And they will mourn as a nation. And they will believe on the Lord Jesus, the Messiah. And they will acknowledge that he is the Mashiach. And he will restore them. And he will bless them. And Israel, as we read, all shall know him. All Israel shall be saved. And will enjoy a 1,000 years reign with Yeshua, the Messiah. The Messianic kingdom, when he will rule us. King of kings and Lord of lords. And the whole world will enjoy the blessing of the new covenant which the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah, made in his own blood. My dear friend, do you believe on him today? Have you entered into the blessing of the Brit HaChadashah, of the new covenant, now while it is the day of grace? What a wonderful privilege is to know sins forgiven. But in order to know sins forgiven, one must believe on the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, and you shall be saved and will come into the blessing of the new covenant. Well, my dear friend, God bless you. It was a joy to learn together of the eight covenants of God. And this final one, Jeremiah 31, verse 31 to 34, the Brit Chadasha, the new covenant, based upon the finished work of Yeshua, Jesus, our Messiah. Well, God bless you, my friend. Shalom, shalom. <laughs>